everyone. Welcome to the Make Life Matter podcast. I'm your host, Angela Donatio, Bible study author, adventure junkie, and founder of Voice of the Voiceless, empowering women in Africa. Join me here every week for inspiring conversations on discovering miracles in life's messy moments. Here's this week's episode. Hey guys, we are just a couple of weeks away from the launch of season two. I'm so excited to share some amazing guests with you in this season, but I want to go back and show you some of my favorite episodes from season one, especially toward the very beginning. I know some of you found the Make Life Matter podcast later in the year, and maybe you missed some of the early episodes, but honestly, they were some of the best. So episode two was Be an Overcomer with Shark Attack Survivor, Tiffany Johnson, and I want you to hear from her in just a moment. Episode six, Learning to Breathe Again with Tammy Trent. Episode eight, Get Real with God with Carrie Cardinale. And episode 10, Get Out of the Comfort Zone with Ray Comfort. Guys, these were just some of the most impacting and riveting conversations I had the entire year. Each one of them is going to show us what brave looks like. Just to set up what's happening in season two, you're not going to want to miss a single episode. Make sure you subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts. You'll be encouraged by the infectious joy of the one and only Candace Payne. Some of you know her as Chewbacca Mom. You'll also be inspired by the founder and director of the Pro-Life Advocacy Organization, and then there were none, Abby Johnson. I'm also honored to host Holly Christine Hayes. She is the founder and CEO of the Sanctuary Project, which works with trafficked women all around the world. Last week, you heard from Carol McLeod and Jesse Seneca, and they will join me for the R&R conference this weekend, refreshandrelaunch.com. So this is your last week to register if you're listening to this in real time. We would love to have you go to refreshandrelaunch.com. That's January 23rd. It's going to be an amazing opportunity for women to gather from all over the world in the comfort of your very own home and be encouraged and inspired to refresh and relaunch into 2021. Well, my very first guest on the Make Life Matter podcast was Tiffany Johnson. I met her at a conference in Pennsylvania, and it was an instant connection. And then she actually came and spoke at the launch of Fearless, my second Bible study, ordinary woman in the Bible who dared to do extraordinary things. And Tiffany is exactly one of those kind of women. She shared her riveting story of suffering a shark attack while on vacation in the Bahamas, losing her right arm. However, what the devil meant to destroy, God has taken and shown his glory. She said this, instead of it being my demise, it became a place where I met God in a deeper way. Her miraculous experience will inspire you to choose joy and hold on to hope when you're face to face with the unexpected. She shares powerful ways to shift your perspective in any circumstance and discover miracles in everyday moments. Her testimony has been shared across the nation and around the world, just demonstrating the power of God and what it means to be an overcomer through Christ. If you'd missed this episode, go back and listen to episode two, and you can connect with Tiffany on Instagram or Facebook at Be an Overcomer, or head over to her website, which is BeAnOvercomerMinistries.com. Here's one of my favorite moments with Tiffany. I think that you look at things differently now. Like, do you look for God's fingerprints? I mean, it kind of changes the way you view not just this one 
circumstance, but his character moving forward. Wouldn't you kind of say that? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, every worship song, every scripture I read is it, I'm looking at it through a whole different lens now, you know, um, and I can relate to it in in a deeper, meaningful way. And I think that's what's so important about the choices we make and how we respond. Because like you said, we don't always have a choice in, in what we go through. Sometimes life just happens, right? Mm. God didn't promise us this life of sh- sunshine and rainbows, even though sometimes I think we think that that sh- should be the way it is. Um, but he didn't promise that. In fact, he said in John, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome mm. the world. And so we have to remember that we're going to go through stuff. And so that happens. But the choice we do have is how we're going to respond, right? Mm. And I think it's so important when we when we make that choice to respond in his peace and in his joy and in his strength. Maybe we don't feel it at the moment, but saying, God, I know I can have it, so I'm gonna start claiming that, mm. you know. That shifts everything. And instead of looking at that attack or at that adversity or whatever it is that you're facing, that struggle as the thing that's your demise, you start looking at it as a place of God, you took me closer to you in this. Mm. You know, and instead of it being the destruction of you, it's where I met you in a deeper way. And it's where I've known your heart and I've seen your joy in a way that I can't express because if I wouldn't have gone through that, I wouldn't know the joy that I have now because I couldn't have experienced it any other way or the I can't explain his peace in any other way had I not gone through what I went through, you know, it's like, it takes you to another level of experiencing his character and who he is. So it's kind of claiming those things of like, even though the adversity strikes and I believe we serve a God of love, he does not send stuff our way, but does he allow things to happen? Yeah. But his, in his kindness and his goodness and his grace, he knows that we can handle that peace and it's going to bring us to a level where we can be close with him in it and experience his character even more. And that's certainly where I have been. And it's, it's claiming that thing is not like an attack anymore. It's, it's actually a blessing. So good guys, right? Oh my goodness. I absolutely love Tiffany. And my next guest is Tammy Trent that I wanted you to hear from today. She was in episode six, learning to breathe again. I have come to adore Tammy and probably she's a household name to most of you. We talked about in this episode how to find strength when life breaks. This unforgettable conversation with Tammy talked about losing her husband Trent in a tragic accident. Her journey of love, loss, and finding hope will inspire you to let God redeem any situation. So get ready to change your atmosphere, offload baggage, and discover the motivation for movement. She speaks to the ache in our hearts and we wonder, how can I make this pain matter? How can I find God in the worst moments of my life when I feel numb? This episode will help you find your bravery, step into healing, and embrace your purpose. You're going to want to find everything about Tammy Trent at TammyTrent.com. Here's one of my most impacting moments with Tammy. You know, I don't believe that God can redeem what we will not release. Ah, that's We right have there. got to yeah. release things in our life if we want God to redeem them. And we cannot be a part-time Christian or a believer or a follower of Jesus and expect him to be a full-time God in our life. 
you know, so many of us just kind of live yeah, accordingly, like to my way. And I'm going to give a little bit. I'm going to trust a little bit. But man, when your world comes crashing in, you are so angry at God because he's not coming through for you the way you want him to. But there's not an understanding of the character of God to know what he might be trying to show you through it all. Mm. And if you don't release the things in your life because you keep hanging on so tightly because you're afraid of change or just letting go or trusting is, is just too hard, he's not going to be able to redeem those situations. We've got to be able to release these things in our lives and to trust God that he still will restore, that he still can heal. You know, it also takes us to step into healing. Some people don't want to step into restoration, healing, mm. redemption, because face it, some of it takes a lot of work. For me, healing has taken work. And I think people are like, I don't want to work at it. I don't want to be healed. I am comfortable in my anger. I'm comfortable in my unforgiveness. I'm comfortable in this. It's my pain. It's all I know. And now it's my identity. It's, all, it's who I know. And I don't want to work at forgiving people. I don't want to work at this situation because being angry makes me feel better. Holding on makes me feel better. And sometimes I think we forget that he still holds the power to heal and to set free. I'm telling you, that was one of the most powerful excerpts of the entire year. Tammy is the real deal. And her books, her albums, you just, you need to get all the things Tammy Trent. And it kind of leads me into my next guest, which is Carrie Cardinale. And no one understands freedom more than Carrie. If you love a good rescue story, you have got to listen to episode eight. After years of searching for the love she craved, author and worship leader Carrie Cardinale overcame a homosexual lifestyle and the loneliness of singleness through obedience and Jesus' relentless pursuit of her heart. With bold transparency, Carrie shares the steps she took that will empower us to live in truth over emotion and win any spiritual battle. She and I dialogued about the tough questions surrounding unhealthy sexual identity, sexual sin, and what it takes to fight temptation, no matter what our temptation is. So regardless of the struggle, this must-listen episode will help you talk through it, love through it, and minister to it. Carrie is a multifaceted speaker. She's a worship leader. She's an author and a radio host. She's also a brand new mom and she has the most beautiful baby girl. I'm telling you that baby is so precious. I see her on Facebook, but more than anything, Carrie is passionate about sharing her rescue story for God's glory. For 15 years, she walked away from God and she lived a homosexual lifestyle. She shares how life was without Christ, her reunion with Christ, and how life is now as she lives for Christ alone. She released her first book, Swing Wide, a story about love, sexual identity, and how God redefined it all. And you're going to want to make sure you pick that up and her worship album, Unveiled. You can find out more about Carrie, learn her story, get her resources at CarrieCardinale.com. That's K-E-R-I-C-A-R-D-I-N-A-L-E, CarrieCardinale.com. Here's Carrie. There are probably so many people who could benefit from the book, and I want to ask you who you feel like should get the book, but I really love this part of your introduction. I kind of had to stop and reread it, and it said, the word homosexuality rolls off my tongue much, much differently now. Some days I wish I could crumple it up into a tiny little ball of letters, hide it away in the back corner of my closet with my secret stuffed animal collection and never speak of it again. But that doesn't seem to be the plan. Well, God's plan. I often get asked about the life I used to live, how I came out of it and how I keep myself planted on solid ground. 
The more my story is discussed, the more people are interested in hearing about it. Sometimes it's for their own understanding on the topic as a whole. Other times it's for people who don't know how to respond to a loved one. For some, they like to challenge me that I still am a homosexual or that maybe I never was. I feel like that little paragraph sums up probably a whole lot of things that maybe were partly motivations for you to write the book or that would identify who you feel like needs to read this book. Yeah, you know, um, I, it took me a long time to write the book because, um, you know, just uh, like I said, you know, the words you sometimes want to just crumple them up. It's part of your past that, you know, I've got some haunting memories there that uh, I engage myself in things that I don't want to remember. And God hasn't necessarily wiped them all away. Um, you know, so the memories are still there. They're not as fresh, but they're there. Um, you know, and I, 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 a lot of times people will say, <laughs> I remember um, a girl came up, actually, it was at the Unstoppable Conference. And she walked up to me, she said, well, you know, I mean, I don't think, I mean, I'm thinking about this book for a friend of mine, but I don't know. I mean, she just, I mean, she struggles with like wanting to be in relationships, but she's, she doesn't struggle with the gay thing. And she said, but you know, she's been, you know, struggled with eating her whole life. And I said, okay, hold on. I go, just go to chapter three in my book. And it says for the love of food. Yeah. I yeah. said, so, you know, <laughs> so it's about the book really in essence is about, I've had a love that I've, yearn for my whole life that I believe all of us do. We, we desire to be known. We desire to be loved. And I filled it with everything but God. And so this story is my journey of how I met him, lost him, gave myself to everything in the world because I just needed to be filled up with something and how it just destroyed me. It just, it wrecked me, you know, every on every level of my life, um, until I had nothing left. And it was really when I was proposed to by a woman that, and I was with her for 10 years, you know, and, um, and I knew something was off and I cried out to God thinking, I, I know you're there. I know it was almost like, this was like the end of my rope. And, and, and I started to actually recognize him in things, conversations, and that's what drew me back. So people that, this book would be good for, first of all, anybody that's struggling with, um, you know, homosexual tendencies, desires, questions about the lifestyle, you know, it's not all, um, it's not, I feel like the world makes it look so fun and, and, and alive and, but it's, it's, it was actually very dead for me. And, um, but I was locked in it. I felt like I had sort of claws in my soul, like I couldn't get out of it. Um, so it's for somebody that may be struggling that doesn't want to share with anybody, but can, relate. It's a relatable book. Uh, it's also for um, people that know someone that's in the lifestyle of homosexuality. Uh, they don't really know how to, they don't understand it. They don't understand the person. And, you know, mm -hmm. which we've talked about this before, where I believe that the only, really the way to minister to someone is to, is to communicate. It's, it's relational. It's to have a relationship. And so you hear the word gay, homosexual, transgender, whatever it may be. And we immediately put our hands up and mm -hmm. think, I don't even know how to touch this. And all of a sudden there's this wall up and listen, they know, they feel it. I felt it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so it's really a way to show you sort of, um, the inside, the, the B roll of a life mm -hmm. of somebody who's walking in and what's really going on inside of someone's heart that is choosing that lifestyle. I'm so grateful for Carrie. I'm so grateful for her raw vulnerability, her transparency, and her willingness to share the most painful parts of her life 
so that it can shed light into the painful parts of ours and we can experience freedom. You know, every single guest that I'm highlighting today has a common theme. They are brave and they are bold in their choices. And nowhere is that more evident than in Ray Comfort. I was so nervous interviewing him. I'm not going to lie to you because he's just such a prolific author. I have such deep respect for him. He's an author and apologist, and he became the lone member of his family to receive salvation at the age of 22. Gratitude for what God had done became the fuel for a high-octane life devoted to biblical evangelism. His unapologetic commitment to the gospel will pull you out of your comfort zone to overcome fear and share your faith when we're compelled by love for the lost. He has so many books. You want to connect with Ray for his extraordinary resources, including his many books, free videos and articles, and his YouTube channel with over 100 million views at livingwaters.com. Here was what Ray had to say about how we can overcome fear and be bold in our walk with Christ. Love is more powerful than fear. And that's what the Bible says. Perfect mm. love casts out all fear. So I know that the waters of personal evangelism are icy cold. We just don't want to get involved. We're afraid of rejection, afraid of answering questions. No, I can't do this, can't do that. Not gifted, etc. Mm. But we cannot hold back because people's lives are at stake. And so if you have problems with fear when it comes to evangelism, my advice is don't pray for less fear. Pray for more love because that's the problem. It's love that drives me to reach out to the lost. It's love that overcomes my fears. It's love that causes me to run at Goliath, even though I'm terrified mm. because I'm, I want to forget about my own sinful flesh and the fact that it's cold and I might be rejected, etc. I'm thinking about that person. They're going to hell if they don't hear the gospel. They don't repent and trust in the Savior. So that's what motivates me. Thank you, Ray, for that reminder. Love is more powerful than fear. Someone needed to hear that today. He loves you. God loves you. He has plans for you. We can live boldly. We can live bravely. We can live on purpose. We can live with our faith at the forefront of our life because we know God is with us. And when we know that and we live in that awareness of his love, we can choose to make life matter. We have one more best of season one, episode three, and that is going to be next week. And I'm going to go back and listen to some of my favorite moments with Amy Carroll, Alicia Illion, Sue Duffield, and Iron Man, Blue Angels leader, Greg Woldridge. Each one of these conversations were unforgettable. And then one more week, we will launch season two. I cannot wait to see you. Be sure you subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. Thanks, you guys. I'm so grateful for you. Be inspired. Be encouraged. Go make life matter. Thank you so much for joining our conversation. I'd love to stay connected. So be sure to visit AngelaDenadio.com for my books, blogs, and free goodies. And find me on Facebook at AngelaDenadioBOV and Instagram at AngelaDenadio. If you've been inspired to make life matter, leave a review and subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or anywhere you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Until next week, let's keep discovering miracles in life's messy moments.